people have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. So many episodes, I don't know which one we're on, Nate. I think 10. I think it is 10. Double digits. Yeah. Welcome to uh, Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nate. You seen some of these reviews that we've gotten on iTunes? Yeah, I did see some of them. Very nice. I mean, like, way nice. Love this podcast. I get excited when the new one hits each week. Like, right now, we're hitting. Yeah. In a new week. For a guy that never listened to any pot, oh, that, by the way, is from Lonidos. This is from Pacho84. For a guy that never listened to any podcast and decided to listen to yours, fantastic. You had me cracking up the last two episodes, and I've been hooked since the very first. No wonder you're a successful radio host. Got him fooled. <laughs> Sharing your experience with other and knowing what we can relate to makes the po- all more. I don't know what the more means. Son of a bitch. Need it five days a week or eight for so hours. So five days a week, Monday through Friday, for eight plus hours, we can do this. Ooh. I don't know if I got that much black cloud in me. Yeah. That's a lot of work. <laughs> that's, that's like, yeah, I should go see a therapist if I got that many problems, yeah. that many stories. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, again, a big thanks to lionware.shop. Use the uh, promo code Bailey15 to get a discount. They've got some really cool athletic wear stuff. I've reached a point in my life at 45 years of age that I'm starting to wear a night shirt. <laughs> what, what is that? Like a nightgown for dudes? <laughs> yeah, like like the old Christmas stories where it's this long night shirt with a little hat and I walk around the house with a candle. <laughs> <laughs> the cane. So I, I have these night sweats and I don't know where they've come from, but I just start sweating at night and then I break out in a rash which then gets uh, the sheets all disgusting and stinky and mm. damp, right? Gross. Yeah, and, and then I get the rash, and, and so like my wife was like, well, why don't you wear a nightshirt? I've always thought nightshirts were for old people. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still do. So anyway, how this ties in with Lionwear is that uh, I have one of their shirts, and it's, you know, it's an athletic, it's that dry fit type of thing, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to use it as a nightshirt, and it's very comfortable. It's that comfortable where you can, you know, it has to have a, be a certain fit. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, and they've got the chick yoga pants and stuff. But uh, I, I, w- I will say, I will say this is that the nightshirt gimmick, I actually sleep better. Oh, it's good. And in my entire life, I mean, out, uh, like after you get to the underoos stage, you know, wearing the Supermans and the Batmans, mm-hmm. and I even think I wore Wonder Woman at one time. Yeah. Uh, I was confused as a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes more sense, though. Who wants a bunch of dudes on their crotch with their three? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You'd rather have uh, legal. some gold gimmicks on your chest. Co- <laughs> yeah. Cover your titties. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your man titties, your middies. <laughs> so, so like, I, I always imagined, I guess, the as you get older, you just wear underwear. That's what grown-ups, that's what real men do. Yeah. Because I think all my stepdads just wore underwear. So I just wore underwear. And I just I just thought that was saying I never wore a shirt. So I was like, only old people wear shirts. Well, look at that. I'm wearing shirts. So <laughs> I'm, wearing a, I'm wearing a fucking night shirt. You're grown up. I'm 45, feeling like a fucking 95 because I'm wearing a fucking night shirt. 
so I got a message from someone the other day uh, that listens to the podcast, which we appreciate. And it was a nice message. You know, it was all the the nice things. You know, it was like, hey, I enjoy it. I'm glad you and Nate are doing this. It's cool to listen to you outside the element of the radio show, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so I was like, oh, cool. They, they asked a, an interesting question. Where do you think the black cloud came from with all the stories that I share on this podcast? And then they followed it up um, because I think they're a listener from Orlando, actually. They followed it up with, do you think it started with your mother or it's because you have mommy issues? By the way, what's the whole story on that? I never got it. Oh, a good one. Yeah, I mean, you know the whole story, right? Yeah. So um, this week's episode of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast will be to answer uh, this guy's question. I think it was a guy. And 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 tell the story of of the 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 my relationship with my mother. Um, I no longer can talk about it on the air because she bitches to the company. Yeah. <laughs> she writes emails to yeah, like weird. two different companies, two different bosses. She's trying to get me fired. How fucked up is that? Yeah. Uh, so you know, you might have a point. You know, do I have mommy issues? I don't think I have mommy issues. Do I have trust issues? Absolutely. DTA don't trust anyone. Does that stem? From my mother, absolutely, 110%. I know what I am and I know what I'm not. And I know what I possess and I know what I don't possess. Uh, That is without a doubt where, you know, maybe some of the variables that go into these black cloud stories stem from. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm going to, you know, psychoanalyze myself. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, um, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I never knew my dad. And then at five, my mom marries this uh, guy, Lloyd, with two L's. Christmas? <laughs> no. <laughs> Drove a limousine. <laughs> he said that he's going to take us to the islands of Capistrano, yeah. wherever. <laughs> and so um, so uh, he was rich in, in our eyes because we were really poor. Like, we literally had nothing. I owned two pairs of pants. and Or no, two shirts and one pair of pants. They're Wonder Woman. <laughs> they were actually jerseys. They're like t-shirt jerseys. One was red and one was, I think, black or navy blue. And then I had brown pants and then cowboy boots. That's all I owned. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> weird closet. Yeah, it was weird for Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> Summer was a fucking son of a bitch. So, uh, so we, you know, he has this big house on the water in Maryland. And, and, and it's like we're rich, you know. And even though he wasn't really rich, rich, but to our standards, he was rich. Anyway, this guy turned out to be a real fucking asshole. He was very abusive. He used to beat my mom up. He used to beat me up, uh, mentally, physically, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. He was just a dick. So I guess she thought that she could fix the marriage by moving to Florida. So we moved to Naples, Florida and it just got worse. Um, I mean, he would beat the shit out of her. I remember seeing one night I woke up and this is when they first got married. Uh, they're at the top of the staircase and I'm at the bottom. I slept downstairs cause I wasn't feeling well. And they were both naked, which is disgusting to see your mother legs spread open at the top of a staircase. And then your naked, gross, saggy, bald stepfather standing behind her, grabbing her hair yeah. as she's bleeding out of her nose because he busted her nose open. Oh, oh so, I thought they were doing it. No, he's beating the shit out of her. Just naked, like Rochambeau naked style or... Why are, why are they naked? Because I, 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 he, he slept naked. Going back to the night oh, shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, slept, he slept naked. I guess my mother slept naked. I don't know. Huh. Uh, or they were about to do it. Ew. Yeah. So way. anyway, so we, we, moved to, we moved to Naples. Uh, they got to end up getting a divorce. She used to walk around the neighborhood crying, 
And we lived in a nice neighborhood down there. And this other dude that saw her crying, he was going through a divorce. And I used to play tennis with this dude. Uh, and this dude was way rich. Like he was an engineer in his younger days, went to Harvard and did the blueprints for like the very first Pepsi plant in Japan or some shit. <laughs> this, dude, this guy's name was Dom. So this guy starts dating my mom and uh, then they get married quick. Like, and then we want to move to Sarasota for whatever reason. And he was just kind of standoffish living with them. He was a real asshole. Uh, but after they got divorced, he and I became very close and he gave me a future. He took care of me in college. He made sure I have an education, I had an education. Uh, he became a very important part of my life afterwards. And a lot of the issues I think that we had when we lived with them were on me as a teenager. I was a dude, I was arrogant, just a real asshole to him. I did not do my part to make things better. Let's just put it that way. I was very rebellious. I'm a Gen Xer. So a lot of that falls on me. So they end up getting a divorce and then my mom falls into fucking poverty land, right? Mm -hmm. She's just trying to make ends meet. She's dating different dudes. God knows. I don't even know how old she is at this time. So this is probably in the nineties, um, I guess. And how old are you? Well, in 90, well, 75, 95, I was 20. Okay. You know, 96 is when I started my radio career, 95, 96 started my radio career. And at that time, our issues really started to come into play. It started when she asked me to co-sign a house for her because she had nowhere to live. This is the first time. There's two of these stories I want to tell you. <laughs> and I did that. Eight months later, I find out she hadn't paid a goddamn thing on this house. I was oh. trying to get a Target card. That was like the first blow up. And I ended up flirting my way out of this with the this nice little southern bell chick on the phone out of alabama that worked for the bank i'm i must have i don't know what i did but she like cleared my credit so it was back to normal oh, nice and then we end up selling the place and i just stopped talking to my mom so we'd have these like spurts of talking on and off um you know and then when i met my ex-wife and this would have been 2004 we uh she she kind of pushed me into getting that relationship back with my mother. So I remember the three of us meeting at, uh, what was the place in Altamont Springs? Uh, the Bahama, Bahama, uh, Bahama breeze, Bahama breeze. Yeah. yeah. You know, the Island feel on the side of the interstate. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing screams Bahamas like, <laughs> so we meet there and I'm like, okay, I'm kind of, you know, starting my career. I got a few dollars in my pocket. I can help her out. So I tried to help her out and I felt good about it. I really did. I felt really, really good about it. And then it was just one thing after another, as I'm getting ready for this wedding, she like gets arrested for forging a check. Then she gets arrested for stealing wedding dresses. And I had to bail her out of jail and it really boiled down to her lying to me. And that's why, you know, maybe to, again, going back to the, this email from this person is that like, maybe a lot of these black cloud moments is because I don't trust anybody and I call people out on their bullshit and people don't like to get called out on their bullshit. But when you're bullshitting, you need to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to be held accountable right here. And there. everybody says they don't want to be Everybody says, tell me the truth. Tell me. You don't want to hear the fucking truth. No. You want to be lied to babied cradled and rocked. That's what most people want. I just don't play that game because I don't have time for it. And I don't care enough to play the game. So, uh, so, you know, I had this like really heart to heart conversation with her. I'm like, you need help. You're a compulsive liar. That's a problem. 
Like, I can't help you if you're lying to me. Like, my mother went to, like, I bailed my mother out of jail. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, you shouldn't like, have to do that. That's an after-school special that people have nightmares over. You know, that's not the way that I grew up. I grew up in a, in a mindset of, you know, the white picket fence and the dog and the lily white flowers and cookies and milk and all that. Leave it to beaver kind of mentality. Uh-uh. You know, that's what everybody wants, really. Mm-hmm. And it's almost kind of forced. So fast forward um, to, and, and this is this is kind of the, uh, the the nail in the coffin. So this would have been, yeah, I guess 2004 is when we got married. My first wife, that is. Uh, and she, my mother kept pushing me to get a will signed because I had bought another house. This is when the real estate market was really good and you could get a loan for like 110%. So I was in it with friends that were in the business. We were buying houses. I didn't even seen. We were flipping them. We we're making money. It was great. And so, uh, I had a few extra dollars in my pocket and she needed a place to live. And she calls me one night She's like, I found this place in Lake County, Florida, which is actually pretty nice. And, uh, you know, it wasn't expensive. There was no, there was very little risk. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to make money off this house. You know, she's, I was like, but I'm going to do it right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have her sign the paperwork to where she's a renter, you know? Yeah. So she's on it. I've got paperwork, legal paperwork that says she's a renter. <laughs> I made sure I did that this time. So if anything went south, you know, I got it covered. So she wants me to get this will as I'm getting ready to get married because she's afraid that if something goes wrong in my marriage, shocker, it did, that uh, that my now ex-wife would not have taken the house from her. I get it. I really do. That's where that DTA comes from. It's fucking in our genes, man. Yeah. So, So I was like, all right. So I looked into it. And it was going to cost me like a thousand bucks. And I just didn't have a thousand. I was going through, you know, I was getting, you know, moving into a new house. It's like going a car and a wedding and all this other shit. And like, I just don't, I was like, do I need to get it now? You know, I'll get it. I get like, I kind of, I understood where she was coming from. So I didn't think she was crazy. I just didn't think I needed to get it like that day. Yeah. I'll never forget this, Nate. Driving home from work. I was doing afternoon drive on WJRR in Orlando, living my best life. And I'm in my silver Grand Jeep Cherokee going to our house that we just built and moved into. And she calls me and just like blazing guns. And she was, I think, banging this dude that was in her ear. Um, So it wasn't making things any better. She's like, you know, where are we at with this will? I said, look, I, I looked into it. It's, you know, it's going to be about a thousand. Honestly, it's going to be about a thousand bucks. I just don't have the thousand dollars right now. I will get it done though. I promise you I will get it done. I don't think I'm going to be getting divorced before I get married. I was like, so relax. It's a, <laughs> she flipped shit on me. Absolutely flipped shit. Weird. And starts screaming and yelling. And then she threatens me and she falls through with her threat. She says, I'm putting a lien against this house. This is my house. What the fuck are you talking about? It's not your house. I bought the house. I've got paperwork that says you're a renter. It's not your house. She goes, we'll see. Hangs up the phone. I'm like, shit, what do I do now? Like, I got to go find a television show. 
that deals with this shit because yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to call. My mother just, I don't even know what a lean is. Like, what is it? She outside leaning against the house to yeah. hold it. I don't know what he, I didn't even know what a lean meant at that time. And it's not L E A N lean. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so I, I end up calling an attorney friend and he directs me to an attorney that handles this stuff. And she did it like that day. I mean, it was quick and fast in a hurry. That's when I got educated on, the rights that renters have more than owners. So the house was like, it was, it was, it was held up because she, all she said was, it was her, her house. So until we went to court, nothing could be done with it. Like I couldn't sell, I couldn't do anything with it. Isn't that crazy. That's insane. The, yeah. And it's like that in most States, to be honest with you, <laughs> you can just like go up to somebody's house and say, I own it and put a lien against it. And until the courts figure it out, you can't do anything with it. That's crazy. You think they'd just be able to look at the records and see that you you bought it and you own it? Oh, no shit. Absolutely. But that's not the case. So, I mean, this is months, uh, like, go by that we're doing this. And we go to mediation, which was fantastic. So she got <laughs> this attorney. I can't tell you about this dude. His name was Buzzy. And he was, like, odd fat. You know, like, you know, you know some people are fat. Like, cool fat. You know, like, uh, some of these celebrities, you know, uh... Um, I don't know. John Candy was cool fat, right? Uh-huh. Cool. Chris Farley was cool fat. Yeah, yeah. Then you got the awkward fatties. This guy was never touched a weight in his life. And it was like from titty up, kind of normal. And then down, it was like the a bell. Okay. You know, like the, yeah. you know, like the Liberty Bell. Okay. And it was just. <laughs> <laughs> And he wobbled. No, oh, I'm buzzy. I'm buzzy. And he had the southern draw. I'm the Florida Southern. I'm buzzy. I'm buzzy. So uh the first mediation, we walk in, we're in Lake County, and we walk into the chambers of the judge. And the first thing out of old Buzzy's mouth is, Judge, it was good seeing Helen last night. Thanks for having me over for steak. You know, that woman can cook. Oh, Buzzy, it was good to see you. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Isn't there a conflict of interest if Buzzy was eating your wife's steak last night at your house? Totally. You can't do that. You can't have steaks with Buzzy. No. You know, that's bullshit. You know, if bu- Buzzy needs to be Buzzy by himself, not Buzzy with Judge. No, it's conflict of interest. That's what I would think. Well, mm-hmm. not in Lake County. So we sat through it. Then it goes to the next mediation. And this guy's a fucking idiot. He's asking me the stupidest of questions, and I'm making him look silly. I'm like, well, old Buzzy, you know, I was talking to him very condescending. I was like, if you would look at page five, you could answer your own question. Well, uh, Mr. Bailey, I need you to answer it. I don't want to. It's on page five. I've already answered it. I'm saving my breath. You only live once. You know, I'm saying <laughs> shit like that. I, I've always tried to find the tape because they recorded it. So um, then the final mediation came when I found out she owed the state of Florida restitution for the wedding dresses that she stole. And, um, the amount, the exact amount, I knew the exact amount. My attorney didn't even know the exact amount. So, uh, and I'm sure she's probably listening to this whole story, shaking her head, calling bullshit and, you know, damn well, all of this is true. There's nothing wrong with sharing it with the world because it sucks. You know, because I, it sucks, you know, I'm 45 years old. I have a family, I've got kids and I've never had a mother in my life, Yeah, you know, and I never will, um, because I'll never forgive her for this. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's just, it sucks. I'll never be able to trust her. And I don't, as you well know, Nate, you've known me long enough. People that I don't trust, I don't keep around. Yeah. You just no, can't no, do it. No reason to. No reason. Yeah. It's not safe. It's bad for your health. Life's too short. So, uh, so we go into this final mediation 
And old Buzzy goes, hey, well, we're gonna, this is what we want. We want 100, uh, 100% of the sales. We're selling the house now, right? Mm-hmm. 100% of the sales. I said, go, these are exact words, go fuck yourself. And my mother was in the other room. So he'd go back and forth. Oh, hold on for a second. I'll go and tell her. So I guess he went in there and he's like, your son said, go fuck yourself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he said. <laughs> he comes back and he goes, we want, we want 75% of the sales house to sell the house. Go fuck yourself. Oh, God, hold on. <laughs> he goes in the wobbles in the other room. Your son says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so he comes back. We want 50% of the sales of the house. 50% of the sales of the house. Go fuck yourself. I mean, this is literally, I kid you not, how the mediation went. <laughs> My attorney trying not to laugh his ass off, right? <laughs> your son says, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I said, but he starts to talk. And I said, Buzzy, look, I'm just fucking with you. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a piece of paper. Don't look at it. Just go in the other room, hand it to her, come back, and we have a deal. This is very generous. I wrote down to the penny how much she owed the state of Florida. Because if she didn't pay it in the next couple of weeks, she was going to jail. And it was a good chunk of, it was a good chunk of change. Yeah. You know, I was very, very, very giving. But I was told that if I go to trial, which would have been the next step, I would have probably lost just how our judicial system works. It's smoke and mirrors. I'm in small town, you know, America. I'm allegedly the celebrity, which I'm not far from it. Uh, young, successful, rich guy, which I'm at the time I was younger, uh, successful. I was trying, I was nowhere, not even near where I wanted to be. And I had, I was not rich by no stretch of the imagination, but that's the way that they would have teed it up. And so this jury would have seen that and said, what are you doing? You asshole. Take care of your decrippled elderly, poor mother. Mm-hmm. So it was in my best interest to settle. And I knew that going in. So okay, give me the piece of paper. He waddles in the other room and he comes back and he's kind of perplexed and he's oh, okay. Well, whatever you wrote down, that's what we're going to agree on. So we just have to get the paper signed up. That was the last I saw of her. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, she sent me some stuff, uh, here and there, you know, uh, some stuff, you know, from my childhood and my grandmother, her mother. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen her, you know, I haven't talked, she's never reached out to my wife, my, my stepkids, you know, none of that. So thank God I don't want her to sure. The fuck has reached out to my two employers past Well, yeah. two of my employers trying to get me fired <laughs> because, you know, I, I tell a condensed, I don't even think you've heard the entire story of what, well, what we just talked about. Oh, this story. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard it. You've heard to, yeah, like every detail. I just yeah. You told me in the car one time. Oh, we're, yeah. we must have been going someplace far away. Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to take a trip up to the gas station? I got a really cool story to <laughs> yeah. tell you. Why are we in South Carolina? <laughs> God, man, my mind. I just didn't even look at the GPS. We're in South Carolina now. No idea. So, uh, to answer your question, sir, that uh, sent the message. I keep saying email, but it was a message on Facebook. Uh, is that maybe possibly you are correct. And that is the story of why I don't talk to my mother, but maybe possibly Bailey's Black Cloud podcast exists because of the mental beatdown that I had growing up and still carry with me at 45. But I like it. I think it makes me stronger. Yeah. You know, I I, I, I feed off of this shit. You know, I, I think, you know, I've got a 
life hit list of people that I either want to prove wrong or give them the ultimate receipt at some point in time just to say, I told you so, you know, you know, I like that shit. Yeah. You know, so she's one of them. So <laughs> and it keeps me going. If you got, if you, if you got, if you don't have any of that in your system, you got no fire, you got no, oof. Yeah. is it healthy or not healthy? Uh, I think in your situation it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why in my situation? <laughs> well, cause you've dealt with that your whole life. So now you know how to deal with it. See, I wish I had parents like yours. You've got the perfect parents, at least that I see. Mr. 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 Nate, Mr. Mr. Mrs. Nate are the nicest, sweetest people. Your brother, way cool. Your guys' relationship, you two, is uh is like, I mean, you would you would jump in front of a bullet for your brother. Mm-hmm. I would not do that for my brother. I, I actually I'd probably reload the gun for the guy. <laughs> you go, Let me show you how to take the safety off. <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Uh, your mother is the sweetest woman in the world. You get a high with your mother, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, that's just the coolest shit, like, to have that. You're so lucky. I hope you appreciate that. I do. You know? Um, and, I, and I take into account your stories, and that helps me feel better. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shit, anybody listening to this stuff right now is going, now we give mom a call. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell her how I feel. <laughs> this is that scene in the movie where they're like, Man, I love you, Mom. I just got done listening to Bailey's Black Cloud podcast, and I'm really sorry. 11 years old, I did suck the dog's nipples. <laughs> it was me that pulled him out. I'm so sorry. Oh, I love you so much. I know I'm 55 right now. I get it. I understand. You know. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. shop. Go buy something. All right. You know, the more you buy, the better we look. Bailey15, use that code. It's really good stuff. I got a bunch of it. Uh, I like it better than my Under Armour and my Nike stuff, to be honest with you. I know it doesn't have the logo, doesn't have the brand on it, uh, but it's got a cool little line on it. There are some kids that are doing this upstart company from Alabama, University of Alabama. They're Sigma Chi's. For any fellow Sigma Chi brothers, my fraternity, uh, they're SIGs, so support the Sigma Chi's. Nice. Uh, shop Bailey 15 is the code. All right, that does it for episode 10 of the podcast. And got your story. You know, I don't know if I would have ever told that full story unless I was asked to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, you have time here for the, the show. No, I'm just saying, I don't know. It's like kind of PTSD-ish. Oh, yeah. Like just take you back. Yeah, like everything I'm like talking about right now, like I can smell the room. I can see everything in the room, like where, you know, the remote control is like right there and I can smell kind of a musty scent from yeah. the from the carpet. The carpet was really thin. Yeah. Like all these like little things. It's, it's weird having this... Weird photographic memory. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. Keep giving us reviews. Uh, nice ones. If they're bad, go fuck yourself. Don't don't leave them. Um, but uh, if they're nice reviews, like on iTunes, because that's how the podcast grows. You know, for people that, you know, don't listen to the radio show, have no idea who I am or who Nate is, because uh, I know we have a lot of those you know, those listeners, which are which is great, which is cool. But, you know, obviously we're trying to, to grow this into something big, um, and we need people, you know, all over the world to do that. And the more, I guess, stars and reviews and shit like that, we get downloads, shares, do download, like share it, like it, like share it with people, like share with a friend. That's what I'm going to task you with. Share the podcast with a friend. Say, you've got to listen to this fucked up motherfucker. Dude, this guy's brain is whacked. He's got some issues. This guy will make you feel better about yourself. Do that for me, you know, and you can put it in your own words. All right. uh, Every Wednesday, we release a new one on jasonbailey.com. Thanks for listening to this one. Bye. 
People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. 